planting these seeds and the seeds are their words like budget or plan or goal or, or save, save. From Money Fit by DRS, it's the Money Fit Podcast, the show about financial education opportunities all around us and practical financial tips right in front of us. I'm Todd Christensen, and whether you're a parent or other role model, you're going to want to listen to author Sam X. Rennick today share his passion for teaching finances to children. Never stop learning or teaching about money coming right up. Sam X. Rennick is an award-winning financial educator, children's author, songwriter, and entrepreneur. He is the driving force behind Sammy Rabbit and his mission to make it easy for anyone to talk to and teach kids about great money habits, beginning with kids as young as three. Sam's exemplary work with over a quarter million children has resulted in multiple honors for himself and others, including the New Jersey Coalition for Financial Education, Muriel F. Siebert Lifetime Achievement Award. Sam X. Rennick, welcome to the Money Fit Podcast. Hey, Todd. Thank you. Sammy Riffick to be on. It is great to have you. Uh, hey, Sam. So we, we start each episode by asking our guests one of our standard questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Did you always want to be an author and business owner? The simple answer to that is no. But having said that, I probably should have known this might be my path. Uh, My dad owned four or five uh, different businesses. And I think there's kind of a entrepreneurial small business spirit in our family. It sure sounds like it runs. Uh, there's a streak running through there. That's awesome. I, I want to start off here explaining. I have got four kids, two of them are still at home. And my wife and I have tried hard, if not always succeeding, to teach them personal financial responsibility. I, I do this for a living, teach financial education for a living, but I still know there are better ways of doing it uh, that are coming out all the time or that, that I just haven't heard of. What would you tell someone who doesn't have a personal finance background and wonders, how to start teaching their children about personal finances. Well, before I answer that, in the way you set that question up, I want to share with you, Todd, something uh, Sammy Rabbit would say. And what he would say to you, and you're doing it, always be learning, Todd, always be learning. That's (laughs) awesome. So good for you. Uh, Listen, we really specialize in young children. You mentioned it from, let's say, three to 10 years old. And so one of the first things I would recommend to parents is that they sit down themselves and write down just briefly in simple terms, you know, what their money philosophy is. Like, for example, I am a saver. I am a wealth builder. I minimize debt, things like that. The four topics I definitely would cover would be saving, earning, spending smart, giving, and and maybe investing. Those Mm -hmm. are, let's say those are the core and then you build from there, but, Mm -hmm. you know, have clear ideas about what your philosophy is and then compare it with your partner. If you have a partner, try and get on the same page and then try and both role model and articulate those philosophies uh, to your kids and just keep it as simple as possible. 
all education, in my opinion, is about, uh, at least mastery, is about repetition. What you want to do, I, I believe, is, is you want to find a variety of ways to inculcate and educate your kids on whatever your philosophies are. So mm -hmm. that manifests itself like storybooks, games, activities, conversations, even songs. We have, Sammy the Rabbit has like 25 original songs on a whole variety of uh, topics. And so you just keep going over uh, these things and ideas using, you know, these different uh, tools, and then you just keep layering. So mm -hmm. you, you get your philosophy down. And then let's say if you have, uh, you know, a baby just out of the womb, for example, or maybe still in the womb, but it's a little bit better when they're just out of the womb, mm -hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you know, a lot of people talk to their babies uh, while they're in the womb. That's yep. why I mentioned that. So you could even, you could read a story. <laughs> you could tell them a story like, Oh, Todd, I can't wait for you to be right. three years old. And we're going to plan, plan a trip to Disney World. And we're going to mm -hmm. have so much fun planning the trip and making the budget. We're going to be able to go on all the rides we want to because we're going to have a great plan. So, you know, even if you're making up these stories, you can start using, you know, we live in language and that's where it starts. And the reason I said, you know, when the baby's out of the womb, because you think here's two things a baby does is, you know, they, they've got the ears, so they're taking in everything, but they've also got the eyes, so they're also uh, observing. But when in there in the, the womb, I'm not sure what they're observing in there. Right. <laughs> but, right. But, but apparently... I don't they, recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently they can pick up audio and vibrations and, and things of that uh, nature. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, you can share these ideas. So you want to be, you want to become more purposeful and conscientious and uh, mindful and, and, and intentional about what it is you are saying about money. That's one element. And then even your, your physical gestures and your tone, you know, what you're, uh, you know, expressing. Now, something, you know, this is a premise I work off of. We're always talking about and teaching kids about money. Unfortunately, most of it is unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Things that we don't really want to teach them about. Uh, money. Pr pr probably. We're not even aware of it. So it always cracks me up when people, you know, talk about teaching kids about uh, money. You should be doing that. Uh, yes. But with intention. Okay. That's going on. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, but typically it is the wrong, you know, types of things and also the wrong types of feelings like, you know, oh my God, I'm late on the bills. You know, versus like, mm -hmm. say, say with the baby, say if they're uh, sitting there eating, you might take a transparent uh, glass that maybe you drink water out of or, or a jar, but you can see through, drop a penny in there and then shake it up like you might do with the rattle and say, the Christiansons, we love to save, mm. you know, so, you know, part of what you see when you're uh, doing research, say on, you know, real young kids like that is, is they're starting, they're almost like computer programs, their minds and their feelings. And you're starting to code them. They obviously at that age, they can't tell you very much about anything, even at four or five, you know, they, they may not be able to tell you a lot, but they start telling you things. This is what I've noticed in talking to kids at four or five mm -hmm. is if you ask them, you know, something like, you know, what do you think about money? And if you got a $1, $5, $10 bill, what would you do with it? Okay, they have ideas. 
Yes, they do. <laughs> they already know what they want to spend it on. They, they, okay, exa- exactly. So that tells you they picked that up from somewhere. It didn't just magically uh, uh, appear. So it tells you that just like, you know, you might be planting seeds in a garden and some of them, you know, you may not see them blossom for six months, six years or whatever it is, depending on what you're planting. The same is true of kids. You know, this is a big, I think, mistake. Uh, Parents, even educators, teachers make to expect too much from children in terms of articulating like, oh, what do you know? What do you learn? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't worry so much about that as much as, you know, you're planting these seeds and the seeds are their words like budget or plan or goal or, or save, save. That's an important word as far as I'm concerned. And then they'll Mm -hmm. give you clues when they're ready to go a little bit deeper. So you can, you can uh, start planting these words. You can also start planting, you know, short sentences, mantras that represent your philosophy. I like to save. the family likes to save. Of course, at three or four, you know, you can start giving them coins or bills. And I, I think every child should have a savings uh, jar, perhaps a piggy bank, whatever you prefer, but something, and you, you create a, a ritual, a family ritual and tradition where, you know, whatever is right for you once a week, once a month, you sit down and maybe you just have a five minute conversation and you start making a habit. Sammy Rabbit and myself, we're very habit formation focused. We think habits make a big mm-hmm. uh, difference. So you start that habit. We take part of our money and we save it. Then, you know, if you want to use two jars or three jars or envelopes, parts for not spending, for smart spending. All right. Mm. I like that. Okay. All right. There's a I difference. That, okay. There's a difference. Thought. Thank, thank you. It cracks me up when I see these save, uh, spend, and let's say give uh, campaigns. You know, everybody kind of gets the spending part. They don't necessarily get the smart spending part. They, they should probably, yeah, they should probably call it splurge instead. Well, you know, maybe, maybe well, see, language, you know, is really important because, you know, when you think about like what separates us from other, you know, call them animals, it's the ability to speak and articulate. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the big, the, the, the big difference. So the words we choose are really important. But you start this process and then you just keep building on it. You might play games. You might play store. You might, uh, once your kids are going with you to the store, stores are fabulous places. They're almost like financial education playgrounds. Mm-hmm. And so may, maybe you give your, your, your child, you know, one thing that they're responsible for or something that isn't, you know, too time consuming for you or once you're in the store that's holding up other customers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to be thoughtful of that, but you know, you might not be able to do this every time for a whole variety of reasons. Uh, but you know, these are the kinds of things you can begin doing immediately start s- shaping the mindset, the habits, the attitudes, the feelings. Now you can't control the results, but you can control your effort. And you want to definitely, I think, make an effort for a very simple reason. Uh, The way we manage our money or the choices we make around money, I mean, those things happen daily throughout a person's entire lifetime. And it's going to have a significant effect 
on your financial stability, your financial security, your financial freedom. And I'm not saying, you know, necessarily you're going to be, you know, Bill Gates, but I'm saying you can continually and systematically advance your positioning Mm -hmm. in all of those areas. And that's what you want to do, I think, to have a better life. Finances are involved in every aspect of life, even free things or financial education thinking. You know, a lot of times, you know, people say, oh, this is free. And what they mean, there isn't a, you know, a price to it. But, you know, one thing you're certainly investing is your time, you know, and I'll say this also, how you use your time has a big impact on those three items I just mentioned, your financial security, your financial stability, and your financial freedom. For example, you know, playing a certain appropriate amount of games, say on your phone or another computer device, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. But if you overdo it and you could be using that time learning and improving, let's call them your earning skills, uh, that could have a, you know, that, that that's a big choice, a significant trade-off that is going to impact those three key areas. You know, Sam, from what I'm hearing from talking about words and uh, emotions and feelings, it sounds like from a very early age, parents can be helping their, even just through these words and, and actions can be helping their children develop like a relationship with their money to understand that it's, it's not something outside of life, that it's part of life. Okay. That last part, you know, I have to think more about, but I would say, yes, that's what you have is a relationship with money and parents can do something called parenting. That's parenting, Todd. <laughs> All right. And so when you heard of that, <laughs> ah, okay. And so look, when you're thinking, I, I, I think, you know, a lot of parents want their kids to be successful or happy or things of the, that nature. Boy, it's hard to have any measure of those things without understanding, you know, how to make good financial uh, choices, finances. You know, yeah, you're not going to be totally happy just because you have a lot of money, but you probably are going to be a lot less miserable and have a lot of other features and <laughs> comforts and, and, and whatnot. And even, you know, with respect to giving, for example, and Sammy, the rabbit says, give wisely. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you want it, you want to bring thoughtfulness and intention, you know, to your financial choices, but the, the better you manage shepherd steward relationship with you have with money, the more empowered you're going to be to do giving as well. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, it, yeah, it has, you know, an effect on everything. Hey, I, okay. So now let me ask you this question because uh, you talked about some uh, the parents coming up with some of their, their philosophies. What are, what do we, um, or what do you make about parents who feel unqualified? Maybe they haven't made the best choices. They just, and they, they think, well, I, what are they going to learn from me? How to, how to bounce checks or I guess to get declined debit cards and how to max out their credit cards. These parents, there's still opportunities for them, right? There's opportunities for everybody. Okay. So here's the thing. I mean, that first premise, I forget exactly how you put it. I think you said they don't feel qualified. Mm -hmm. You know, who's qualified to be a parent? All right. (laughs) It's not like you go and get a driver's license to become a parent. (laughs) That might, that might eliminate a substantial amount of 
the parents, you know, you fall back in my mind to the Sammy Rabbit philosophy, always be learning, learning, you know, maybe it's incremental. You just take a little bit every day, keep trying to advance it. That premise is almost like a kind of a false premise anyways, because you're teaching them anyways, and you're teaching them these bad, these bad things. Exactly. And you're thinking, you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to do it because I'm not qualified. You're, you're probably going to have to move out of the house and limit all your contact with your kid if you're, if you're not going to be teaching them any bad habits. So you need to take, you need to take charge of it. You need to recognize that. And then you take small steps. And here is the good news, Todd. Mm-hmm. Really, you only need to master a few basics. It's not that complicated. And the thing is, 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 you know, once you master these basics, those who are interested will go on to seek out further information that maybe they need that's appropriate to their situation. The number mm-hmm. one thing, you know, here are what I'll call four or five basics. You need to have some philosophy with respect to saving. I think with respect to investing, with respect to spending, with respect to giving. Those are the basics. Now, if you can master, the, I'm going to give you one concept. If you can master this concept, you're going to go a long ways in life. Spend less than you earn or receive. All right. So that is not rocket science the, the crazy the, idea the crazy idea crazy idea so you, you if you if you master that while you are young now you look at it from what i'll call a basic math a basic math perspective and that's all i'm all i'm good at is is mathematically it's impossible to get into too much financial trouble now you may run into something that happens that maybe you're not uh you know able to totally handle at a particular moment. But uh, if you've been conditioning yourself in, in this way of thinking, you're, it, it's very likely that you're going to solve that incurring, let's call it minimal financial harm uh, to your stability, security, and freedom. That okay. essentially, it's like one of these core ingredients, chicken Think of chicken soup. Without the chicken, there's no chicken soup. Right, <laughs> right. So that's your that's your one. What what else you got before we before we finish up here? All right. Well, to me, something that I mean goes hand in hand with that, but it's this idea of making saving for kids in particular, making saving a habit, a priority. That's that's got to be at the top of your list. And now let me just say, if you're spending less than you earn. You know, you you should be saving, and it's so gonna I, be, I say, it's going to be somewhere. It, okay, it's going. Yes, it's going to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, as a part of that saving, I think people do better with their savings when they give their savings a purpose, a goal. You know, whether it's emergencies, going to Disneyland, or whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, Good. you know, th- those are a couple of biggies right Good. there. Well, Sam, we've unfortunately come to the end of our uh, uh, episode today. Uh, let me ask you this. What is one practical step or piece of ad- advice you would recommend to our listeners? Start reading more about personal finance and teaching kids about money. So that's reading for yourself so you can become a better, uh, become better at it yourself and become yep. a better teacher or parent. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Sam, where can our listeners uh, connect with you online? All right. We're at sammyrabbit.com, S-A-M-M-Y, 
R-A-B-B-I-T.com, SammyRabbit.com. Excellent. Well, thank you, Sam X. Rennick, for your time with us today. We appreciate you. We appreciate uh, our listeners. And please do join us again for our next podcast, moneyfit.org slash podcast. Until then, stay money fit and stay well. Stay well.